Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the first episode of River and Roar, a South Bend Lions podcast brought to you by us here at Game On, a sports podcast for everyone. want to welcome on two special guests tonight. We have the first guest, head coach, technical director, Tiago Pinto. Welcome, Tiago. Thanks, Don. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Welcome, Samuel Beek. What's up, guys? How you doing? What's going on? What's going on? And also, my co-host and favorite of all time, Danny. As always, bothering you, man. How you guys doing? (laughs) (laughs) All right. And I'm Don. I'm going to be your host of this show as well as Danny. So this is a first for all of us. So just first things first, I know, uh, Tiago, the the Lions are coming out strong here, signing a bunch of guys, announcing signings uh, tonight. Pretty special uh, to have one of the bigger signings here on the show. And Sammy uh, wanted to go ahead and announce that Samuel Beek uh, signing with the Lions. Congratulations, center man. back. Congratulations, man. That's right. Thanks, yeah. guys. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Coming over, played several, played years at Bethel. Came over from Western. He played with Tiago at Bethel, so that's awesome. So we got chemistry there. Um, so, you know, just to, to touch on a couple of things, Tiago, I mean, give us a breakdown of what, what, what brought Sammy to us here in South Bend. Well, that's easy. Uh, it's, uh, South Bend is Sammy's second home uh, in, in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That's one. And, uh, you know, he uh, definitely uh, reflects the type of person and, and player we want, not only as a as a key player, but as a leader within, within the locker room and within the, you know, on the field, uh, certainly has the quality to play at the next level. And, uh, and as you kind of look at his progression over the last few years, uh, since he's come across from Germany, uh, it's a big testament to where he's at and, and, uh, definitely, uh, makes sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Sammy, you came over straight from Germany and played right at Bethel, correct? Yeah, that's right. In 2015, I came over. Um, okay, but... shirt, right? Excuse me? You were redshirted? Yeah, I redshirted my first year because of uh, my English. Honestly, it wasn't that great. <laughs> and uh, I really struggled with those SAT tests. Man. That, was, that was the first struggle coming here. But uh, on the, looking back, it was the best thing that could have happened. I mean, um, it was a good time just, you uh-huh. know, sit out the first semester, just try to learn, develop, you know, as much as possible. And then having this extra year, um, at the end, obviously help to um, just get exposure and just do, you know, reshow uh, what you can do on the college level. First, silly question for you, Sammy. Uh, did German help you in any way to learn English? <laughs> they did. We learned in school, um, but I think I was never really much into it. I, I was like, why do I need it as much? And, you know, I was done with high school and I could speak a little bit, but then, of course, those tests were kind of difficult and I didn't really know what to expect, so I didn't have much time either to prepare, and um, I think all of that together kind of came to um, the result that I, it just didn't make it. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, yeah, I mean, so just a couple of things. I, I wanted to ask you this, just a little fun fact. So I see you scored your first collegiate goal against Indiana Tech. That's so right. I'm curious, coming over from Germany, you redshirt your first year, get on the pitch, center back, Score your first goal, which, you know, has got to be exciting. Do you remember, like, that moment that you scored that goal? 
Yeah, I totally do. I totally do. It was it was a header, a diving header after a corner, and um, there was something I really worked on that summer. I was like, okay, I'm gonna be a center back, so I gotta, I want to score goals as well. So I worked on my, you know, heading skills a lot, and you know, I was having the second or third game, and it came to a good time and a really, really uh, difficult game as well. So I totally remember that. It was, I mean, it was an awesome feeling. Yeah, I mean, really it, nice to score my first goal here, and um, yeah, to get started. That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, you always remember your first goal, and I figured I'd ask you that question. And I, I kind of knew it. Being a center back, it had to be off a corner because I don't see you rushing the box. Yeah, it doesn't happen too much. <laughs> back, no, no. I don't. I don't see that happening. And it's six three. It better be a header. Right. Six, right. Right. <laughs> so you would be amazed, yeah, Don. It's, it's, it's more than, it's just, more the than just the corners. No, no, I know. I, 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 I totally agree. But I, it's just my first guess. <laughs> was off a corner. Um, yeah. So, what was it? What was it like? I'm going to put Tiago on the spot here, uh, and we'll get into Tiago's background in a little bit. But what was it like playing for Tiago at Bethel? I honestly, uh, honestly, I made, I made the, the biggest, the biggest jump in my, in my um, um, playing career under Tiago. When I came to, from Germany here, I was kind of not knowing what soccer is going to hold for me in the future. I didn't know if I ever have a chance to maybe become a pro um, because did make in Germany but then I came to Bethel and even though it's a smaller school um, it definitely helped me in many ways first of all kind of I've, I really realized that um, obviously soccer skills are important but at the end you play soccer with your head and um, you make decisions out of it you know if you're confident if you are you're feeling good if you have the right self-talk and just know why you play the game it really helps you in your abilities at the end and I, I got so much better throughout my four years at Bethel, and uh, Thiago had made a huge impact there, of course. I mean, he often valued, you know, the person over the player. That was huge for me just to become a better person and to become a better leader on the field. As a centre-back, obviously, you have to lead from the back, and I learned more about that through playing uh, for Thiago. So that was a big thing for me as well. And then, obviously, he's just been a friend, a mentor, and, you know, I really enjoyed playing under him. Um, it was a great four years, and I'm excited to come back now and to do it again. Yeah, absolutely, and and we're excited to have you, especially after looking at your resume. I mean, it's pretty impressive, and I have to say, I'm I'm pretty impressed at the fact that when you know you answered Danny's question and you said you know it was tough to learn the language, but now I see you're at Western, you're getting your master's in business. I mean, right, right. that's no, awesome. I, again, that's another thing through Bethel. I mean, I came in my first semester, didn't know English, but I. I knew, hey, I, you know, it's important. Maybe I'm not, I'm not going to become a professional soccer player, so I have to have the grades. I have to be able to get a good, good job afterwards. So um, my first semester, I got a 3.0. I was somewhat happy about it, but I realized, you know what? I can, I can be better. And uh, I got on the dean's list almost every semester yes. after that and graduated with 3.6. So um, I don't know. It showed, it showed me that I can improve in many areas, and that was just another thing I wanted to accomplish. Absolutely. I mean, that's... I mean that's impressive. I can't even do that, and I'm American. <laughs> <laughs> the fact, the fact oh, that you you came over, you know, you're a student athlete, you're learning the language, and now you're getting your masters at Western, which is a great school to begin with in the MAC division. I mean, good for you, man. I mean that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's awesome. thanks, man. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, and and I mean, it, you know, not just a student athlete, but you know, a MAC and all MAC first team student athlete. Right. It, right. It, it's something to, you know, not to scratch off. You know, that's amazing in itself. And 
you know, that says to the testament of you and, you know, as an athlete and the teachings of Tiago and you being at Bethel, I mean, that's got to be an awesome feeling. And then to come over to South Bend, I mean, you know, we're, we're super pumped to have you in our backfield, that's for sure. And, you know, like you said, it's not just about soccer, you know, it's about, you know, the mentality and, and to show that you have the ability to multifaceted as an athlete and a student and learn the language here coming over. I mean, that's awesome. So, you know, yeah, I'm blessed, sure. and that's, that's fantastic. Now I do have to ask you this, what, because right. everyone asks me this being from New York, what made you pick Indiana? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question, man. A really good question. Um, so I didn't know much about America before I came here. So I knew I didn't know what Indiana is. I'd never heard of it before. That explains it. That explains it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously, I knew you know California, the big cities. I knew Florida. I knew of um, New York City, of course. But at the end, I didn't care. I didn't know too much how it's gonna happen here, how it's gonna look like. I just wanted to you know get out of Germany and do something that nobody really does around my area. Um, and then there actually was was one guy, one of my best friends back in Germany. He actually went to Bethel and played for Bethel, and um, he told me about it. And I was like, you know what? Let's let's do it. Let's try it. And um, it sounded great. I met Tiago. It sounded great, and I had a good feeling about it. And you know, didn't have any second thoughts about it. I thought, you know what? I'm just gonna try it, do something, but nobody else does, and and to see what's gonna happen. And looking back, it was by far the best decision I ever made in my life. That's awesome. That's awesome. Coach. I got a question for you, Coach, really quick, because uh, Sammy sounds like an inspirational dude. Um, <laughs> I got to ask you a question, Coach. Uh, when you know how you're, you know, you're looking at players, trying to see where you're going to place them and where they belong. Do you remember what it was it about him on the field that made you go, "Okay, this is my guy. This is where I'm going to put him." Is there anything that stood out from the beginning uh, that you said, "This is the this is the guy for me"? For Sammy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's pretty easy. I mean, he's got a, a very good presence. He reads the game very well. I mean, he's got a, a look of a of a of a player and he, and he, and he delivers on the field, you know, but he's, he's a, he's got a very good ability to, uh, to read the game. Um, and, and that really stands out and that really helps. I mean, he, and to complement that, he, he, uh, his passing range is, is, you know, I think, uh, one that, that allows him to, to play at the next level, you know, so he, he has that about him. That's awesome. I really, because uh, again, all these positions that we're filling in, are, we're excited to know about the strengths of each one of them because all of our fans are pumped. Uh, and, and as we release these uh, announcements, it's going to be really exciting to see your take on their strengths and, and see it kind of uh, manifest on the field. So I look forward to that. A lot of us are super pumped about this. So oh, Absolutely, yeah. And the, the, your number one fan, Sam, already is my son because that's his name. <laughs> he was super that, psyched. Yeah. Especially, especially... Now that there's two Sammies and they're both center backs. Right. <laughs> now, he just, after I told him today that I'm going to be talking to you and everything, he was like, hey, his name's Sammy? I was like, yep. He's, you, have a, you have a fan already. Yep. And he's got a 3.6 GPA. Yeah, I mean, definitely, you know, once, and hopefully once everything gets going, he'll be out at the games. You know, him and my wife will be out there, so. Yeah, he was he was super pumped. So not only are the fans pumped and we're pumped for it, but my five year old son's pumped because now he's got a cohort there, you know, sharing the same name, two guys playing the same position, <laughs> which is awesome. But um, what I wanted to go is maybe backtrack a little bit, Sam, and mm -hmm. go back to Germany. So what now? I know being being Italian and having Italian relatives and going back there, soccer is a second language. Is that the same 
for you out in Germany? I mean, I know I was there. I was at the World Cup in 2006. Mm, I, was there for, I was there for a whole month. Yeah. I'm an Italian. I'm an Italian supporter, so I apologize in advance. Yeah, I was. <laughs> Not good memory, man. <laughs> but I, I mean, I, tell tell us a little bit about like you know how you got. I know we're going backwards, but you know I think that's a good way to start. Let's you know how did you come into soccer? How did you know what? What did you play there? You know, did you play in high school there? You know, is that a thing in Germany? I don't like here. It's all varsity sports in high school, but you know. Going over like in Italy, it's all club teams. Right. There's no high yeah. school sports. It's all it's all like travel teams and club teams. So, you know, walk us through your your soccer beginning, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, it's like a religion in Germany. Really, everybody loves it. Um, you either play soccer or you play some like or play no sport, pretty much. And everybody starts with <laughs> soccer, and then if you're good at it, you stick with it, and if you're not good at it, you play something else. That's pretty much how it goes. <laughs> Uh-huh. And uh, my, my, my dad was my first coach. Um, he always taught me everything. I have two brothers. My older one is one year older than me. So I always played with him and with his age group, which really helped me playing with older guys, you know. And then I have a little one, and we always put him in goal. <laughs> and uh, that was kind of <laughs> little one. my family. He is three years younger than me. So he's, I mean, he's a big boy now. But back then, I mean, he's always going to be my little brother. And he always wanted to be a goalie. And so we loved that because we can shoot on, on goal, but at one point we were able to shoot so hard that we didn't want to be a goalie anymore. So, <laughs> he became a field player then. But uh, no, like I said, it's it's huge in Germany. I mean, we have we have a really good first division, the Bundesliga, and there are so many divisions in Germany. I mean, you can play organized soccer in pretty much any age. My dad, who is over fifty now, he could play in an over fifty league and could practice once a week and play on the weekend, and you know, have even like a relegation system there. So it's it's super organized and. Uh, it's so, so uh, integrated in the culture. Like, um, like I said, it's almost like a second religion. Like, people love it. People go crazy for it. And it's definitely the sport. Uh, all the kids play. Like, everybody wears their jerseys uh, in school. There isn't really, like, a, a high school sport or school sports. Uh, we only have PE. And everything else is clubs. So, um, <laughs> I played for my hometown club. And then I kind of moved on to play for a regional team. And just play for better and better teams. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's huge in Germany and it definitely helped me a lot because, you know, I fell in love with the game and, you know, I'm a competitive guy. I always want to be the best and soccer was a sport to play. So I want to be the best because it's every, was everybody played. And um, that was kind of my journey with soccer growing up. And, and Sammy, for us and your fans, your hometown would be where in Germany? <laughs> Nobody knows of it. It's like a small town with 2,000 people living there. It's called Bad Endbach. It's like an wow. hour... 15 north of frankfurt and like two hours from cologne it's pretty much in the middle of nowhere it's like a small small town but it's really beautiful there i, I believe you i've been to two places well, a week in berlin and a week in heidelberg okay uh, so so i know I'm we're in the middle from there yeah yeah you're in the middle of all that pretty much yeah okay okay yeah i was only in in 2006 i was in all the big cities we traveled by train to go, you know, to all the games and whatever, but it's a, it's a beautiful country. You guys are super. Your hospitality is awesome. I mean, I was there for a month. I was there for the whole tournament. The only game I didn't see Italy play was the final match against against France. Yeah. I was at the game against Germany. I couldn't afford that game, so, <laughs> so I, was, I I watched it from several bars uh, along the way. But 
No, it was it, it was a blast, and and the culture there for soccer is just so rich. I mean, it's just it's right on par with Italy, with Spain, you know, right. with England and, and places like that. And that's why it's great to 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 have players like you come over to the U.S. and help grow the game, because sure, yeah. I think people here. I mean, it's starting to pick up. Obviously, you can see how it is going to be here in South Bend. And, you know, being from New York, we have a pro team. Chicago has a pro team. We have two pro teams in New York. Chicago has a pro team. And there's all these, you know, you know, like USL 1, USL 2, Champions League, USL Champions League, and all that. It's growing, and it's getting such a following that, you know, it's great to have guys like you that come over across the pond and want to play here as a right. You know, it, it just helps grow the game. And, and people, as myself, I like to consider myself an ambassador for the sport of soccer because, especially here in the United States, because a lot of people, you talk to people, they don't take it seriously. And people don't notice the game that much. And it's it's really starting to get a footing. And I, and, and I love it. So, you know, we're happy to have you over here. It's awesome. I mean, just, you know, talking to you here now, I mean, it seems that you got a good head on your shoulders. We're excited to have someone like you, you know, on the team and represent the blue and yellow and, you know, help us grow here in South Bend. And, you know, we're all just super excited. My five-year-old son's excited. We're ready, ready to go. So, Hey, Coach, if I can, uh, if I can ask you questions now because it's, uh, you're from the other side of the world, right? Yeah. Yeah, a little different, just slightly different. different. <laughs> you're more on the, my neck of the woods over here in the Americas. Um, <laughs> um, right. Question for yeah, your 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 background. I know that uh, you you had to have your debut of coaching somewhere. Where was where was that like hometown? Where was that uh, specifically? Well, coaching uh, was really at uh, at the college level. I had a first season at Holy Cross as a head coach, but before that, I was an assistant at Bethel. But um, as far as a, a debut debut in uh, coaching, um, you know, I've done a lot of youth uh, throughout. You know, ever since I was young, even. Uh, when I first came to the U.S., you know, doing after-school programs and coaching youth and, and all that. And so uh, that was something that was always, a, you know, uh, a part of uh, ever since I kind of uh, started transitioning from, from the playing, playing years to, uh, you know, coaching. So, yeah. And, and then in what part in Brazil are you from, if you don't mind me asking? Just yeah, no, it's the city called Belo Horizonte. Uh, it's one of the, the third largest uh, um, cities in Brazil, you know, about 7 million people. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's right in the south, um, southeast of, of Brazil. Belo Horizonte. Did I say that yeah, correctly? Yeah, you said that right. Yeah. Beautiful horizon. Nice. There nice. You go. That's why I have Danny around. He understands that kind of stuff. Hey, uh, <laughs> I've been wanting to learn. Uh, and, and you speak, obviously. I mean, I've been wanting to learn Portuguese. So, I mean, it's it's just, uh, but it's too, it's cheating because I already know Spanish and it's kind of like, it's going <laughs> to be easier to learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. So, no, that, that, I, I appreciate you sharing that because all your fans, um, people love origin stories. And that's why we love doing this. This is our first uh, Lions podcast episode. So, um, the origins are really important to me, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners too. Like, hey, where are these guys from? What what, what inspired their passion that we have too? Because we're all crazy about this. So, yeah, I appreciate yeah. you sharing that. And one question for you, culturally, um, is it true that in because he Sammy mentioned in in Germany, you get a soccer ball at your feet once you're born, right? And I know Brazil has that same culture, right? You guys are born with pretty much a soccer ball as your first Christmas present. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a huge passion, uh, and you start kicking even in a womb, even. Uh, no, it's a, it's a huge, 
huge passion uh, uh, for the game, and and it's uh, it's for a lot of people is a way of life. Um, right, because you guys are both coming from countries that have soccer as a way of life, and then you're bringing it to a place where it's still a starting culture. It's a, it's an origin. You're, it's it's going to be, mm-hmm. it's ever so growing here, and you guys are joining us at a, at a very interesting time, coming from two different you know Europe, and then you guys South America. Coming in for this, it's going to be very interesting to see what, how you guys, uh, you know, bring bring it on. I, I am so pumped to have such a variety of takes on, you know, from different parts of the world, different styles maybe. But you guys also have that chemistry to where you pretty much narrow it down to, you know what coach wants when he says what he says, right? For um, sure, absolutely. And that dynamic is also something that we're all suckers for. We all love the coach-player dynamic where he, he can just look at you and, you know, yeah, yeah, he know, I know where to stand or I know where to do. I know what coach wants from me right now. Um and which brings me to the next question. Uh, I'm sure you guys have had a lot of highs and high and low moments on the field. Uh, what would be one of the high moments you guys can remember uh, playing side by side? If you want to share with us uh, things that something that you really something that clicked, like hey, you told him to do something, it worked out, or a moment that you remember. I'll start with maybe Sammy since he's been quiet. <laughs> I have I have a funny story. It was um, it was my second year I think playing, and uh, we were in overtime, and Thiago put me as a striker. Um, and it was funny. It, it was against Indiana Wesleyan, and that was my story. <laughs> I knew, I knew this would happen. Now, now you're forced yeah, to get a yeah. second one out of someone. <laughs> no, he took uh, me as a striker, and uh, I end up scoring the winning goal after I dribbled for like you know 50 yards or something. I got the ball, nice. just kept dribbling, 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 and scored a goal. At the end. I mean, it was probably the best goal I ever scored in my life, and I didn't know how I did it or. What happened when I scored? I was just crazy because in overtime, you know, the game stops, the game's over, and everybody runs in the field. And I mean, I would never forget that moment. It was just, it was just awesome. Um, but that was one of the funny stories, probably. So much for your corners, Donnie. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, so so he put you as a striker. You uh, you probably had to juke out a bunch of uh, players, right? You probably uh, had to do a couple of moves, right? I'm sure you had to cut through some layers of the defense and then take right, a shot. Right, well, Exactly. Yeah, I triple past like three, four, five guys for sure. Yeah, I like the bragging. I like it. That's nice. <laughs> you took the shot. Where was it? Uh, was it a long shot? Was it inside the box? Did you pat that? Yeah, you had to beat the goalie right at some point. It was just inside the box from like the right side, and I, it was a low shot from to the left side. Um, yeah. One of those little rollies. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's uh, that's uh, yeah. See, there go my there goes my corner theory. <laughs> there you go. Right. Right. <laughs> Thrown out the window. And he scored both goals in that game. The first one, too, was not out of a corner. So, Hey, there we go. Man, I'm, looking, <laughs> I'm looking bad all over today. Man. So he had scored, and was it was it only two goals that game? Did he score all the goals? or? Yeah, we won yeah. 2-1, I think, right? Yeah, we won 2-1, and he scored both goals in that game. MVP. MVP. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> So all Mac for nothing. When you hear someone yelling, tank it like you did that one time, you know it's going to be me, all right? I'm just going to yell it out. <laughs> Run it. Run it. There That's you go. Just... Yeah. So, yeah. So, Coach, do you have a second one, or is that you just want to leave it at that? I mean, that's. Uh, I, mean, I have several. I could, could share other stories, but I think that, that, was, a, that was a great one because it was the year we also won the, the, the conference, and, uh, you know, and he uh, um, had such an impact as well. As you look over – as you can see, he's a center back, but he's got a presence that he's, I think, scored about 20, 20 goals, four assists as a yeah. center back, you know, sometimes playing as a, as a, as a six, as a defensive midfielder. But, you know, playing from the back, he's, he's, uh, he still has a presence. Uh, Absolutely. Um, he's averaging one goal almost every three games, even as a center <laughs> Yeah. Right. That's crazy. 
so yeah that that's f- phenomenal and we and we definitely um no pressure but we definitely uh we we, we like that <laughs> that's the goal that's the goal that's the show right that's the goal right yeah. so tiago so you've been you've been in the michiana northern indiana area actually i want to say we're close to 17 years or a little over yeah that's right yeah a little over 17 okay okay and then so you know give us a little background of your you know i know danny asked you this question and probably a little prematurely he likes to do that ever so often sorry uh, <laughs> <laughs> um i kind of want to get because you know we we got the profile of sammy and how he's going to impact the team as a player so now we kind of want to get the profile and the background on you and how you're going to impact the team as a coach and a technical director so you know, we know you came over, you had, you played, you know, several years in Brazil. Uh, and right. I mean, on a type on a top flight team like that, I mean, that alone here, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to sound, you know, non-American. Do here, it, do it. But <laughs> that alone puts you in, in a top tier of coaching in the United States, in my opinion, <laughs> just playing, just playing in that division and in that tier in Brazil and learning from, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, you played under the coach that won the World Cup in 94. Am I correct? And broke my heart? <laughs> no, I didn't play under him. I've learned under him. I've done a coaching course, a coaching education with him. Uh, awesome. I've had a coach that won the the uh, uh, FIFA World Cup, the under-17 with the Brazilian national team, uh, Ney Franco. He was, uh, he was my coach at Cruzeiro. Um, that was the, the, the academy, the, the team, the first division team in Brazil that, that I was privileged to play for, for, you know, almost six years and, and really, um, develop there and play alongside, had a chance at 13 years old to, uh, train with the, the first team at a, at a very young age. Uh, it was a very unique experience. And, uh, also played at the rivals of Cruzeiro, which is my club of heart, uh, which is Atlético Mineiro, uh, played for them in their U19s and U20s and uh, was training often with the first team and alongside guys like Gilberto Silva, who uh, played for the, the Brazilian national team and, and played in uh, in England for Arsenal for a long time. Yeah, we know him. Yeah, we're, we're well aware of him. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's impressive, man. I mean, and and it's crazy. And, and I know I said, you know, Brazil broke my heart in '94, but it was it was more so Roberto Baggio. But uh, we'll we'll not talk. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, right now, I mean, even right, you know, at this moment, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, but you currently wear several hats in the soccer community here in Northern Indiana. So you're you're an elite youth coach at Notre Dame. Yeah, we, you know, my primary, uh, you know, job, I mean, I work, you know, still at Bethel as the head coach there uh, at Bethel University. And, and you know, I, I uh, do the Notre Dame camps uh, for, for many years, you know, with Bobby Clark. I think he was there for 16, 17 years. He just retired a couple years ago. Um, so we've had a really great company of coaches that, that have stuck around for uh, coaching camps over the summer and we've seen a lot of great talent come through but it was a, it was a great learning moment as well because you sit under a legend and you know, somebody that that has played at the world cup who's you know uh one of the best soccer educators in the world um who was right here in our backyard and that really was a huge influence and in the way i coach and my style and and uh so he was uh uh it was great so uh, bethel and and now with with the south Alliance. 
Yeah, I mean that that's that's awesome. I mean, you it, you're pretty much it's soccer all the time for you. <laughs> There's no. <laughs> that's what rest. my wife tells me. <laughs> There's no rest for you in this soccer world, and you know what? That's not a bad thing, and it's it's awesome to have someone like you in the community. You know. Like I said earlier, just trying to grow the game. I mean, that means a lot to myself. I can't speak on anyone else. But like I oh, said, I, sure. I, I grew up, and, and just a little bit of background on me. It's like I grew up, my grandmother, my, not my grandmother, my great-grandmother and my grandfather were immigrants from Italy. They came from Sicily. So when I lived with them being young, I remember them having RAI TV on and watching Juventus every Saturday or Sunday. Like it was just it was constant every weekend. So I grew up and that's the team I support and that's the team I watch and just growing up watching soccer and seeing how important it is to bring people together and and having that background is why I understand the game and love the game. I mean, I've been I've been to two World Cups and I've been to two European championships only. I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, I mean, I spent a month in Germany in 2006, and I spent a month in South Africa in 2010, and that was eye-opening, and it was amazing. I'm, I'm hoping to be Donnie's friend, so I get to go with him in the next World Cup. That's I'm hoping to. <laughs> yeah. you, got, you guys have been through a lot lately, though. Uh, on a real note here, I know uh, this whole thing going on where we're all, you know, everything's halted, right? So as we know it, uh, you know, less people on the streets, we can't congregate, all these things. Uh, you guys expected to start at a certain date. It's been pushed back. We don't know when. Um both of you have definitely still the show must go on. So you're, you know, Sammy, I'm sure you're still practicing. And and uh, are you guys still doing anything to stay uh, strict with the regiment to kind of you still have that let's start the season mentality? And and are you guys doing things? Obviously, you are. If if you are, what are they? What things are you doing at the moment to keep yourself warm for the season? Absolutely. I mean, honestly, I'm in a really good shape right now. Um, it's a good time, and you have nothing going on really, just to focus on yourself and um, you know. If you have some injuries before, you have a time to just rest and to just take care of that. But right now, at the moment, for them, just today, for example, I uh, woke up and did, I went for a run and did some sprints in the morning. And I just worked out at Bethel earlier, did some weight stuff and I work on my hip mobility because I kind of struggled with my hips in the, in the past. Um, so sure, I've been working out every single day and it's a little different. You can't do too much stuff with the ball or as a team, but individually, you can totally work on your, you know, on your technique or um, on your fitness. I think that's really important right now um, in, this, in this free time. And there are a lot of things you can do. I mean, even at home, you can work out a bunch without weights. You know, you can always go for a run. Um, I had my wife tossing me a couple of balls and some headers yesterday. <laughs> nice. Like so I'm trying to really stay in shape right now and because, I mean, this summer is going to be huge and um, I can't wait to get started. Absolutely, and, and so of course you're, you're you're preaching solo drills, right? You're saying solo drills for the moment until I can get back with a squad again. Right, that's that's right. And I mean, your fitness level is not going to be the same as if you train with a team, uh, just because you can't really get this team practice and this team soccer fitness in by yourself. But um, you can totally, I mean, work on your you know your strength on your technique uh, by yourself. Do you have solo? Do you have dribbling skills you do with the ball? Do you go when you go to the park? Do you? Is there anything that you do like that as well? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there you can put up cones and dribble through them, or you know, you just, okay, for thirty seconds I go as fast as I can, I slow down, go fast, and just go left leg, right leg, uh, just different moves I want to practice on. Or if I focus on shooting, I focus just my right foot to hit the you know 
the right side of the goal. You know, there are different things you can do. Or if you want to just juggle the ball, you know, do 20 with your right foot and 20 with your left foot and just switch it up. Like, there are different things you can do. Um, for me as a center back, I, I really want to work on my heading skills more. Like I said, I want to score goals, you know, but even defensively, like, I want to, you know, just win every single header that there is. So I've been working a lot on that as well. Or for me personally, I also want to get faster as an athlete. So I've been doing, you know, sprints at the hill or something and just really try to work on those things. Um, and obviously, but once we're back to the team, you know, you get this extra fitness in that you need to play a game for 90 minutes and you get just a little sharper um, in your passing skills or shooting, whatever it is. But like I said, you can do a bunch of things right now by yourself. And all these things are from your previous experiences, right? All, all these are all things that you've done since you were since childhood that you know of, and is right? Am I correct on well, that? I mean, for sure. When I was younger, you know, I had my ball in my backyard, and I played soccer with it, you know. And it's a little different now. Um, <laughs> like for example, like during the school year, you don't really do that. You just practice the team, and then you know you study and all, maybe go to a gym. But right now, you you can't do that. So you kind of you know have a little throwback to your childhood and. Um, just work on by yourself um, in the backyard or wherever in the park wherever you are um, and obviously I do a bunch of things I did when I was younger but I also learned a lot through playing through having different coaches and also just by you know lo looking online what you can do I mean there are a bunch of YouTube oh yeah YouTube out there you can help you and I mean it's great it's great stuff and uh, you can totally learn from that yeah, Tiago it looks like your job just got a lot easier because <laughs> it seems like he knows what he's doing <laughs> <laughs> I was I was going to ask actually, coach, are you throwing anything into his regimen of training, or you're just kind of saying, hey, do do what you do, and 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 we'll we'll yeah. just be in touch until this whole thing picks Some up again. Guys like that, you don't need to. I mean, the guys like Sammy and 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 most of the guys that we're bringing at this level, uh, you don't have to motivate them, you know. So these guys, they they if they want to be a pro, it sounds like we lost connection for a second, maybe. But yeah, no. So you were saying that guys like that are so motivated that. Um, you know, it's just like, you, you know, you just let them trust the process, let them do what they got to do to stay fit, and then we'll pick up wherever we can once we right. get there. Okay. So w one more thing I wanted to touch on, Tiago, and this is something that here at Game On and, you know, with River and Roar, these are things that we preach, especially in the community, and it seems that you have those values about you. So I wanted to touch on a couple of things you've done, you know, for underprivileged communities across the globe and, you know, coaching workshops and equipment donations and things like that. And I think, I mean, that that just says volumes about yourself as, as a person and a coach and, and a person in the community. Uh, can you touch on those things? Because I see you've been to several places, Ecuador, your home country, your Brazil, Niger, South Africa, Mexico. I mean, that's yeah. that's in itself. That's got to be that's got to feel good as a person and to be able to grow the game of soccer elsewhere. Well, not grow the game in Mexico and Brazil, but, you know, just be you know, helping those underprivileged communities do, you know, learn more about it and be able to play. Yeah, absolutely. That's part of my purpose, I think, in life. And I think as, you know, the sports and, you know, soccer is, is, a, is a means to an end. It's just not an end goal. You know, it's an opportunity to help people grow, to uh, travel the world, you know, has taken me, has brought me to the U.S. and has is, is allowed me to uh you know, meet great friends all over the world. And, and, and it, is, it is amazing when you commit to something that's not just about uh, you. You know, when you travel the world, not looking to gain, but to give. And and, and just that experience. And so um, I've had the privilege, you know, of, of, of being able to uh, uh, be in many uh, countries and in different places around the world that, that really uh, has been very special.
That's awesome. that's yeah. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, that's one of those things that that we kind of pride ourselves on here at Game On. Like our our, our one thing that we said to ourselves, the group of us, was we want to get involved in the community and be involved in the community and help out in any way we can. And I mean, that just speaks volumes of the person that you are and, you know, who the Lions are bringing on as a technical director and a coach. And I think, I mean, it's awesome to have you involved and, you know, Sammy, I mean, the type of person he is, obviously he's a hard worker, smart, everything just embodies, I think, the people of this town. And I think that's going to be a great fit for everybody. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, right. it, it, we're all excited. We're all excited. Everybody, everybody I talk to, whether it be at my job or just out in, you know, the general public that, you know, I'll have, you know, the stuff on my laptop, my South Bend Lion sticker, like, oh, what's that? And, you know, I'll just talk to them and, you know, let them know what's going on. There's some people that don't know and they get really excited about it because, I mean, I tell you, I moved here in 2015, so it's been five years. It'll be five years in May, and this town has grown so much. I mean, you've been here before me, but this town, and I'm sure you can <laughs> testify to this, has grown so much from that time to now that I think we're ready, and everyone's ready for enough support. I mean, especially you look at how the South Bend Cubs were received when they changed the name, and just the, the you know, how that was received. It was just great, and everybody's just happy to be a part of something. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. The conditions are, are, are right. You know, I think the, it's the right moment. I think especially with truly believe uh, soccer's we're turning a, a corner uh, in the U.S. And as you guys have mentioned before, I think, you know, to to get get to be part of, of something like this in, in a community that, that means a lot to us and, and, and do it in a way that's just not for ourselves. I think it's about, like you said, community. Uh, you know, that goes right along with it. You know, right now we're, we're playing a season that's three months out of the year, but we're going to be very relevant all year round. You know, I think it's, it's about how involved we are in, in our community, you know, not just how well we do um, in, in games, but, but how are we actively involved in our community, you know, transformational um, activities and, and things that we do. And, and, and so that's a, that's a huge thing for us. And, you know, one of the th things that we're doing already is we, we created a U18 program that's not taking players away from the travel, current travel clubs, but um, it's just adding value to their player development experience and, and being able to give them uh, high-level coaching and, and a mentorship that, that will help them progress to the next level. I mean, it, it, it's really impressive. I mean, I, I remember when I first heard that we were getting a team, I got super excited. I mean, yeah, I lived in New York. We had NYCFC and the Red Bull, but this is something I can get. It's not as corporate. It's, it's homegrown. It's, it's here. It's for the fans. It's for the community. And this is something that I'm really excited to get behind. Danny, I'm sure I don't want to speak for you, but I know you're a big soccer guy as yes, well. So I yes. know you're you're super pumped. I mean, we all are here at Game On, so we're it's just it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. So I just got to say, uh, you know, if unless you guys have something else to drop, uh, I want to say that before we close this out today, uh, it's been a real pleasure meeting you two guys here today. Honestly, you gentlemen have been awesome, and uh, you know, Sammy, you're super inspiring coach, uh, if I may say so myself. Very impressed with your resume, and I really look forward to. To hanging out with you guys, uh, well, from the from the standpoint, I'll be watching. I will be hanging out, but you know what I mean. It'll be a pleasure to be Absolutely. on the same place and uh, 
and see when we get the season started. It's been a little shaky. Uh, we don't know anything, right, as to when. Not nothing. No, no one knows when it's going to start again. It's, it's just uh, we're waiting and see how this plays out. But uh, things starting to look a little better, and uh, can't wait to be out there with you guys, man. Oh, that's awesome. No, thank you. Thanks for having us, and it's a pleasure. I mean, this is an exciting time in our community, and you know, right now we're just. Uh, you know, we do our best to stay safe and healthy, and that's what comes first and, you know, allows us to focus, you know, maybe on our families and, and just uh, the things that we don't usually have time time to do, and, and we just control what we can control, and, and we hope that, that we'll be able to be outside here soon and uh, be together and move in community and, and really, um, you know, be, be a part of this, this movement that's, that's happening in South Bend. Thank you so much, Tiago. Yeah, thank you. And and just to close out, just to close out again, this is the new South Bend Lions River and Roar podcast. You can follow us at River and Roar on Twitter. And it's brought to you by Game On, a sports podcast for everyone. You can follow us on Twitter at Game On Everyone and on Instagram at Game On Sports Podcast. Sammy, Tiago, it's been a pleasure. Can't wait for this whole social distancing thing to be lifted so we can get you in here yeah, that's right. you guys and, and you know hang out and have a conversation can't wait to get the season started when that happens and you know have a good night guys go lying sammy don't go don't go too hard on yourself training <laughs> sure you got it uh yeah. tiago have a good night we'll be in contact and thank you guys again for coming on sounds good, sounds nice good. To meet you guys. thank you nice All to right. meet the both of you have a good night gentlemen go lions thank you All right, bye-bye. <laughs> bye bye bye